Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings 2021 still. NFL Week 17, Best Bets. Reminder to everyone to smash the like button to the episode, subscribe to Mayo Media Network, and play in the Listener's League, because we need to fill it. And it's not filled yet, so go do that. Link is down in the description. $15 to play, 3 max entry, and no rake. Thus, making it the best tournament on DraftKings. You want to run all the projections and game outcomes for the week? Go to runthesims.com. Only 100 bucks for the rest of the year. That's through the Super Bowl. Highly recommend it for your betting, for your daily fantasy, and especially prop betting. Or if you just want to do your own projections, RunTheSims.com, a site built on 10,000 simulations of each game and each slate, is what you need to go do. RunTheSims.com. Additionally, and this is going to be a big one, the Golf One and Done is now open for registration. It is filling at a lightning speed, so if you're not in... The Golf One and Done, it goes from the Sony Open through the end of the year. It's $125 to play for the race for the Mayo Cup, $50,000 to first place, $500,000 of guaranteed money. Go to fantasygolfchampionships.com. You can have up to five teams in it if you want, uh, or just hit the description right now, and you can find the link down there. I got my, you know, we have our golf draft. The season preview with Feinberg is out. Golf starts next week. My voice is cracking already. Rob Pizzola, Cam Stewart on the show. Cam, you going to get in the One and Done or what? Hey, you know what, Pat? Yeah, I got to get in these golf tournaments. I love betting golf. I got to tell you, Jason Kokrak put a lot of jewelry on my uh, woman uh, this uh, Christmas and holiday season. I'd like to thank Jason Kokrak for coming through so many times for this guy. Yes, Pat, I, I am very interested. You know me in golf. I'm a big fan. Pizzoa, you are going to play, right? I will on, play. Pizzola. Get, get, get on the links. Yeah, uh, there you go. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, you guys know me. I mean, anything <laughs> like this, I'm in. All right, so fantasygolfchampionships.com, race for the Mayo Cup. There's also a high roller one if you want a $1,000 entry. There's also cheaper ones at like $25 or $50. There's a bunch of pools and maybe even private leagues if you want to set one up. I believe that is coming next week. So go check it out, fantasygolfchampionships.com. Let's recap last week. I was on the struggle bus. I went one and two. You guys both went two and one. So we ended up going... Six and three for the week? Five and four for the week? Five? No. I think, Rob, did you sweep last week? You did, didn't you? One, two, three. I think I went three and oh. Three and oh for Rob Pozzola. I thought I did too, but I might have taken the Vikings. I forget. Yes, the Vikings were on your list. Damn Vikings. I was was cursing when Nick Foles was announced as the starter for the Bears, but it didn't matter anyways because the Seahawks stink. So, uh, Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was a good week. Uh, they I, do suck. I, I kind of <laughs> struggled. This is the reason why we did it on Thursday last week. So it's like, oh, I'll take a Thursday game. I haven't done that all year. Big mistake, Cam, uh, putting money on Jimmy G. Hey, listen, these guys were like, literally, it was like men versus boys for the first half. San Francisco was slapping Tennessee. or I, I couldn't believe it. And then I'm just sitting there. I go, guys, you need to get more points. Once they threw that interception in the end zone mail, I'm like, I've seen this movie too many times. You're leaving these guys lingering. And that's what happens in the NFL. And then they totally flip the script. San Francisco still the better team, buddy. But uh, yeah, we'll see uh, if Jimmy G, uh, a lot of bad things happening now. Is it Trey Lance time? But Jimmy G says he's ready to go this week. I don't know. Rob, do you think it's going to be Trey Lance? Yeah, I think it's Trey Lance this week in all likelihood. I think they're probably just going to try to get Jimmy into the playoffs as, as healthy as possible. But you kind of got screwed on that play, Pat, because, I mean, Garoppolo hurt his hand, and it, and it was not known to us during the game. They didn't really Good talk point. about it on the broadcast or anything like that, but it was about the second quarter of that game where Garoppolo, um, I mean, it's like a ligament in, in his thumb or something like that. 
I don't know how much it affected him, but he clearly didn't play as well in the second half as he did in the first half of that game. And they were moving the ball and then they kind of bogged down. So I think you kind of got unlucky on that play because as Cam said, the 49ers were dominating that game before uh, that injury happened. Well, I want to throw this out to you guys because I was talking about it with Feinberg and Cust on the Wednesday show that I think San Francisco should start Trey Lance the rest of the season. That's how I want my Super Bowl futures to go. I have the NFC Championship uh, win for the 49ers and the Super Bowl Championship win for the 49ers. I know you guys are both on the 49ers at, at those big odds to win the Super Bowl as well. I just don't think they can win it with Jimmy G. Not that he's bad, but... I they don't have the defense they did that they had in their Super Bowl year, where Jimmy was just able to game manage, they were able to run the ball. I do think that they need an injection of upside. I don't know if Trey Lance can actually do it, but I think I'd rather roll the dice with the unknown at the moment rather than what I know in Jimmy G. Trey Lance could be terrible, for all I know, but it was almost like that year, like year after year with Alex Smith. It was like, just play Kaepernick, see what happens. And I feel like that's where we're at with the Niners and Trey Lance right now. That's a good point. I usually agree with you, Pat, but I'm going to disagree here. Jimmy Garoppolo is one of these guys. I know he'll frustrate you, and the reason why people think that he's absolutely crap is, and you know this, Pozzola, he'll have one open throw and just miss the guy by a mile. It's right. like, what are you doing? If you make that play, you're going to win the game. And the San Francisco 49ers are good enough to win the game. And I still think he's I still think he's very efficient, Pozzola. You look through, look through the numbers, right? Jimmy oh, yeah. Garoppolo is actually not a bad quarterback. He's all right. And the thing is, him and George Kittle have a great relationship, the running game. And here's the thing about San Francisco, Pat, they're tough. Trust me, I like Trey Lance. Next year with more reps, this, this team's going to be unbelievable if he learns how to throw and run because his feet are so damn dangerous. I'm telling you, though, I think they have a better chance with Garoppolo. And uh, my futures say play Jimmy G. Jimmy G is the, is the most underrated quarterback in the league. And, and people will roll their eyes when they hear me say that because everybody thinks Jimmy G is some sort of bum of a quarterback, and he's not. He's above average quarterback in terms of efficiency. He fits really well with that offense. But to Pat's point, he, he, we know kind of what Jimmy G's ceiling is. Like we yes. kind of know what we're going to get out of him. With Trey Lance, like if you're holding a 60 to one ticket, potentially you catch lightning in a bottle, you throw the guy in and all of a sudden he's unstoppable. He has a really high ceiling. Could have a really low floor as well. We get that. What I'd like to see the 49ers do is just use both quarterbacks. Like nobody does yeah, this in the NFL. Call where they just kind of have these different packages and keep the defense off guard. Um, Shanahan is pretty innovative when it comes to offense. I'd like to see him run both quarterbacks, potentially start using Lance a lot more in the red zone like he did earlier in the year. Well, the way that I would look at Trey Lance in this situation is that we know he can run. We even saw that in the Arizona game earlier this year, that if he can become just you know relative, almost a lot like what Justin Fields is doing right now or was doing right now for the Bears, where he can run, take advantage of these shorter throws, and then throw two or three bombs during the game and hopefully connect with one. And I, I kind of envision that them if they can get their defense back up to not like elite 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 levels where it's like the best defense in the league but like top 10 top five levels and Bosa comes back they can rush the passer they can shorten these games we know how effective they are at running the ball in general you put in Trey Lance maybe that becomes more effective and you have sort of that Steelers rookie Ben Roethlisberger year where you just shorten these games try to make as few mistakes as possible and just try to win by keeping the ball as much as possible and hopefully everything breaks your way it just feels like you said I don't oh. I I don't think that Jimmy G is bad at all, but I do think yeah. that his ceiling is not winning us our ticket. But like the year the Raps gave uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, on Jerome Bettis Day, the Super Bowl, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> Daryl Jackson, offensive pass interference. I told you. I remember that. I'll never forget that. Me and Visine Vince are sitting there. I go, Vince, I think I might have to rob a gas station. He's like, what? I go, I, I lost a lot of money on this game.
teasers, everything. I go, Seattle should have not only should have like won the game. We didn't, we didn't cover teasers sitting there in the snow going, I got real problems in life. And back then we didn't all bet on sports books. You get my drift. Like, yeah. So uh, I'm sitting there. Johnny knuckles is just waiting uh, for the call. Hey, hey, hi, hi, pal. It's cam. Yeah. A payment plan. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Those were tough times, Pat. Very, very dark days in my life. Didn't you, I, I think it was Feinberg told me the story. Maybe it was Gabe told me the story that you, you won all of the monies one Super Bowl. Oh, 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 which soup? Yeah, the Super Bowl. My best day yeah. ever, like on earth financially, was the Super Bowl between the New Orleans Saints and the Indianapolis Colts. So these guys roll in, Gabe and the rest of the game. Everyone's betting the Colts. I'm like, I'm betting the Saints. I don't care what you guys do. And I know this is going to suck because we're going to be wasted for like four hours, five hours. But you know what? I'm not betting the Colts and Peyton Manning. No. And then I sit down at the blackjack table, Pat. They had this like Ethiopian dealer, this chick like was scaring guys away. Like even like good Italian gamblers, like they're, they're running away, crying, you know, jacket overhead. I sit down, I win, I win, I win, I split, I double, I win, I win, I win, I win. I go, oh my God, I'm up like three grand. Like before we even started. Pit boss comes over, he starts giving me cut. I go, what? I'm not allowed to win at this casino. I'm at the Sahara. <laughs> like what? I'm, I'm winning for a change. Like just get out of here. Let's go. They switch the dealer, win, 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 win. Oh, what a day. Then we sit there, we hit the props. I think I won like eleven or $12,000 in, in like one. It was the best day I've ever had gambling. Hit every prop in the game, hit the Saints money line, crushed it on the felt. Those were happy times, not dark days. But Pozzola knows I've had a couple dark days and a couple really like the Green Bay Super Bowl in Woodbridge was a real winner too, where Jordy Nelson got first touchdown. That was, that was a cash windfall. Played some ponies with Pozzola's old man too. <laughs> oh man, that was at, that was at Weggs back in the day. Yeah, I do remember good, that. Good times. Sahara, I, I, I remember that place. And, I love the Sahara. I mean, you were probably the only person in the history of that place I was betting like 50 to 100 bucks a hand. That's yeah, why yeah, the pit no, boss came over. It was like actually was dollar sleep. blackjack there, right? <laughs> yeah, like yeah, every yeah. It, place was filled all the time because there's everyone playing dollar blackjack. They were so. looking at me like I actually had like a system or was cheating. I'm like, <laughs> no, no, you don't understand. It's just yeah. my day. <laughs> Well, let's get into week 17, the gold yes. picks. I, I need to be better at this as I, I've been falling off a little bit lately. I'm still for the season 11 and 5 on the gold picks. Uh, let's see, Pizzoli, you are 11 and 7. Cam, you are 13, 2 and 1 on the gold picks. And fortunately, all three oh, of us had, had Cincinnati somewhere on the board last week. So that really mm -hmm. worked out. I'm going back to what I feel like is the biggest trap line of the week, but I don't care. I'm going to step into said trap because I think that the number is just too low. I'm taking the Philadelphia Eagles minus three and a half on the road at Washington. I know Washington has been banged up. They've had COVID problems. They didn't have their full complement of defense when we picked on them two weeks ago. Obviously, they did not look good on Sunday night. The line just feels too low. Like, the Eagles are good, especially their defense, specifically the defensive line. They're already talking about playing Kyle Allen and Tyler Heineke. I'm just not—it feels like Washington is throwing in the towel on the year. All the sign of the momentum that they built in these, like, weird games that they probably should have lost after Chase Young went out and the defense looked all right. It's all completely crumbled. So— I know that the Eagles are not going to have Miles Sanders. They may not have Jordan Howard. I don't really care. They can run Boston Scott. They can run Kenneth Gainwell as long as Hertz is healthy and this defensive line is healthy. And even the offensive line is looking pretty, I mean, hell, they're catching touchdowns at this point. But just in the trenches, Philadelphia so outmatches Washington at this point. It's kind of scary. Feels like they're going to run for 250 yards on them. And the Eagles have this thing about playing bad teams to a draw in the first half. Uh, we even saw it mm -hmm. last week against 
the Giants. Then the Giants. all of a sudden, it just gets yep. poured they on. Wake up. Once they click, they click, and maybe they'll fall behind. I mean, we saw this game two weeks ago, and Washington jumped out to this lead. Then all of a sudden, Philadelphia comes back, comes back, comes back. I just three and a half points doesn't feel right to me. This feels like it should be six and a half. It feels like a three, three and a half, three and a half points. That's why I'm terrified that it's a trap. But it just feels like the spread that's most off this week. I would have taken this game as one where Cam would probably have really liked the opposite side. And I would have thought that maybe he would have thought Washington would be his goal. You know, and I'm somewhere, I'm somewhere in the middle. Um, I, I, listen, I, I'm personally, on a, like right now, DraftKings offering three and a half on the Eagles. I hope Washington continues to get bet and I could potentially bet the Eagles at three. That's kind of my buy point there. I want nothing to do with Washington. I think late in the year, we're getting these situations where a lot of people are going to be talking about line value with specific teams um, and be like what the look ahead was in this game. I kind of agree with you here, Pat. I think that the, the wheels are just falling off for Washington. That, I mean, historically speaking, this is a spot where you do want to back a team, right? Like they played Sunday night football, they get blown out in front of a national audience, but I think that there's a very large gap between these two teams. And that's the difference for me. I think Philadelphia, like you said, the running back injuries, they don't matter to me all that much. I still think they move the ball on this Washington defense and like it's been a mess for the this football team. I mean, the COVID situations have killed them the last couple of weeks. Yes, they get guys back, but overall, it's just like it. It feels uh, I'm not I'm not like a a narratives guy, but it just feels like a team that's checked out. And uh, I mean, I, I I couldn't back them with my money this week. Yeah, but all you you know me, but I'm not betting this game. But you're right. Mm -hmm. Like this is the game that I look at, Pat, and I look at things differently than other people. It's the fact that. When you're giving me a trap line, I'm betting that I'm I, I, don't, I don't see value in the other team. I think people who bet the other team are going to get screwed. That's that's the way. Maybe that's the just my, my mindset is it's too good to be true. And that's a, there's a lot of that stuff in gambling. Pizzola and I talked about it before. When it's too good to be true, it usually is. But you guys are right about this one. That's why Washington didn't make the card. There's a lot of issues with that team. They're too banged up. They're going the wrong way. Riverboat Ron's dropping f bombs at press conferences. Like they're totally on tilt right now, and I know that feeling. Uh, they just, that's a team I don't want to get behind, even if they do cover. All right. So Eagles minus three and a half for me, Rob, you are up gold selection, please. Man, this is like completely not my style at all. <laughs> I think Cam will love this one this week. Bills. I think you'll hate this one, Pat bills. It's not my style. I'm going to take, I'm ready to look like a clown this week. The New York giants oh. as my gold pick I, I against like the Chicago too. bears. I, I kind of like, them like too. it. I like. I'm not. I'm not taking it, but I got no problem with it. It, it. Listen, if this was an ordinary week, this probably doesn't make my card. It's. I'm really like gra grasping at straws this week. It's. It's a pretty rough board. I think we can all agree on that. But oh, I is. could never get to the Bears laying this price. Like I understand that the Giants are terrible. I understand, like, the what this team is overall. But Mike Glennon, Jake Fromm, like they're going to split time. I don't even know what that means. Who's going to get the majority of snaps? You were, yeah, but you were when, just advocating for a dual quarterback situation. Now you got. No, no, I'm not. I'm not saying I disagree with it if that happens, but I, I just don't really no, but know. Those what guys that aren't is quarterbacks, in, Pat. In terms of a handicap, yes, that, that's exactly. the whole thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a, do a dog, of, uh, a dog turd, or a horse manure. Like, exactly. it doesn't matter. Which one? Like, I'd rather have the dog manure. It's smaller. Right. <laughs> less dangerous they both suck Fromm's a Fromm's a turkey and Mike Glennon's one of the worst backup quarterbacks in NFL history agreed but I will say this with Glennon like this is going to be by far the easiest defense he's faced and that's true with, with the Giants if you look at their last six games and who they've played they've played the Eagles the Cowboys the Chargers the Dolphins 
the Eagles, the Bucks. Yep. It's very easy for them to look terrible when they play that type of schedule against those teams that are all better than them. The Bears have won two games since Khalil Mack got hurt. One of them was last week, which was a one-point win. The other one was Thanksgiving, where they beat Detroit 16-14. to 14. They haven't been favored by three the entire season. And now all of a sudden, they're six-point favorites because no one wants to touch the Giants. I completely understand why. But I don't mind betting on bad teams when they're playing another bad team. I could not get near this number regardless. Chicago's just not that good. To, like Needing Chicago to win by a touchdown seems a like lot. a really bad bet. So I'm going with the Giants this week as a gold pick. Yeah, they could lose 40 to nothing, and I wouldn't be surprised, but I, I can't get anywhere there near this number. This is my biggest edge this week. All right. I actually like the Giants in this game, too. I came to the same conclusion that you did, is that the Bears aren't good. Asking them to cover six points just seems like an awful lot. Issue's going to be when they win the game like 7 nothing, and it's going to be like, oh, superb, yeah. or 9 nothing, I, I something feel, stupid like I that. I feel like this game might actually have more points than people expect. Yeah, like the it's going to be a lot, really of, a lot of high jinks turnovers maybe a pick six or two yeah this game actually could get out of control because both teams are uh, as we said a dumpster fire all right well cam you are up so we got the eagles we got the giants are you sticking in the nfc east because there is another nfc east team i really like this week i'm gonna tell you guys something i i I don't know it's the end of the season and i'm gonna agree with pozzola this card gave me a headache like i look at these lines and i feel sick like i I feel like actually like this is one week i don't like anything really but here's the way this is what we're doing no we're not we're sticking with the team I went. I'm a lover of animals and cats. We're going back to the Bengals. Here's the deal. Kansas City, you got to go on the road now and play. I know, Rob, you had a little Twitter thing with the with Bengal fan. Whatever. I don't care. Here's the thing. Burrow, this defense, everything I like. Now you're asking Kansas City to go on the road, and they got to win by six points in this game. The Bengals' offense is clicking. I think Mahomes is actually going to have some problems in this game. I think Cincinnati can win this game outright. I'm going to take the damn five points with a home dog. I know gold pick. I couldn't decide. Like, do I take, you know, uh, Carolina against the saints, whatever. Like, I'm just looking for something like Pozzola. Like we're digging deep here with the giant. I actually consider the giants too, but I'm going with the Cincinnati football Bengals. <laughs> Those pesky cats. They can win outright. Pat, I'll take the five damn points. Kansas city. They've been a hot team right now. I, they murdered Pittsburgh, but now you go on the road. Everybody on these guys are starting to cover numbers. I believe in the Bengals. I'm going to take them. Thank you. Well, we all went to the Bengals last week, and they came through for us against the Ravens. You want to talk yeah, about? They did. You want to talk about closing line value? We got all the closing line value in that game. I, I, we got so we much. Sure did. I was. I was. <laughs> we got so much closing line value that I was convinced that Baltimore was going to win the game outright. Me too. At that point, based on how closing line value has gone this season, but I'm with you. I like Cincinnati plus five in this game too. It just. Thank fe- you. It just feels like they. You, the Chiefs are really good, obviously. They might be the best team in football mm-hmm. for all we know. But there's yep. no one team that's so far above anyone else. And Cincinnati has the horses to keep up on the scoreboard. If it's a low-scoring game, obviously the Chiefs' defense has been playing a lot better. But so is the Bengals' defense at this yep. point. And Kelsey's coming back from the COVID list. We just saw what it did to Tyreek Hill. I mean, these Back guys are- to a negative. In all sports, all these guys, when guys, sorry, Pazal, I know you're kind of rolling your eyes, but here's the thing. Like in the NBA, when guys are coming back, usually their point prop totals are a little bit too high. You're a sharp numbers guy. Like Trey Young, they're set it at 31 and a half or whatever. The guy gets 28 points. These guys fall short. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I don't really think the Chiefs can take that show on the road and like dominate a Bengals team like that. Pat, I'm with you. I just, I just think Cincinnati, 
I know we have different opinions of this team. I like them on both sides of the ball. I think they're a good football team. And I think Kansas City, if the game was an arrowhead, I wouldn't touch it. But I, I think getting five points as a home dog is the, the way to go. What do you feel about this, Pizzola? He doesn't uh, like it. I could already tell. I, I don't. I, I'm not betting the Chiefs this week. I don't like Cincinnati. Uh, obviously, an interesting matchup. Burrow throws for 500 yards last week against a defense that's tailor-made for him. We all talked about this, but the Ravens had no defensive backs. They're a very blitz-heavy team, and Burrow kills the blitz. Now, Spagnolo is a blitz-happy defensive coordinator as well, but if you actually look at the breakdown this year, he's been actually very smart about not blitzing quarterbacks that are good against the blitz. And I look at Cincinnati's offensive line. It's a bottom-five offensive line in the league for me. They have the second-worst pass-block win rate in the entire league. I look at where Kansas City's been doing damage over the course of the past couple months. It's their defensive line that's now dominating games. And I'm not really putting any stock into Kansas City's win over Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh is trash. Like I, that blowout is not surprising there. But the matchup here offensively for Kansas City, Cincinnati cannot defend tight ends. All season long, they've been getting absolutely shredded by tight ends. A few weeks back, George Kittle went off against them for 150 yards in that game. And I just don't see them being able to defend Travis Kelsey in this game. If they try to take him out of the game, I think the Chiefs have other weapons on the outside. And like, I, I'm looking at, at Cincinnati. I think it's been a very consistent theme for them this year. They play a team that they should beat, they win. They play a team that they're like, shouldn't beat or even just a step up in class and they lose. They were badly outplayed by the 49ers and Chargers at home in consecutive weeks. I, I just, I'm not a believer in Cincinnati. I love Joe Burrow as a quarterback. I think this guy, sky's the limit for this guy. I hate his offensive line. Takes the most sacks in the entire league. Uh, I could see this being like very similar. Uh, I, I mean, I could see a lot of outcomes in this game, but it, the, the 24, 20 Kansas city and we all go home happy. That's I'm fine with that, that. You know what? You know what? I, I'm the happy. way, the way I described this game, when I was thinking it through in my mind that this is, we're going to yeah. see the classic chiefs in this game. They're going to get down like 20, nothing in the first quarter. And then they'll have to rally back the entire game and win by three. That's this. Yeah, I, I think it's more likely the opposite where the Chiefs get out to a big lead and they try to slow down the game and Cincinnati throws their way back into it. Very similar to like the Chargers-Bengals uh, game where Chargers were up 24-0, then Bengals mount this big comeback. That's how I would see it personally. Our next partner has a product I literally use every day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I feel like I wasn't getting enough nutrients. I never really have like green juice around and... I just really eat a lot of protein. I don't necessarily get all the minerals that I need. And Athletic Greens made it so easy with one delicious scoop. I was just absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and it really made me feel really, really good. Plus, they give me a vitamin D dropper, and honestly, I need my vitamin D during the winter time when the sun goes down and starts getting dark early. I need to keep my energy up. I need to keep that vitamin D up. And I feel like my energy levels have been really, really high. My gut health has been a lot better. My focus has been better. My recovery from exercise has been a lot better. And Honestly, I think I'm looking younger, too. I can't really, like, vouch for that, but I feel like I am looking that way. So I just take it every single morning, fill up the water bottle that comes along with it, the one scoop, boom, mix it all together, feel immaculate the rest of the day, and honestly, it's pretty tasty as well. And right now is the time to reclaim your health 
and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into flu and cold season, which I have. I feel a lot better because of Athletic Greens, I'm pretty sure. It's just one scoop of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health. And Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance for yourself. And it supports better sleep quality and recovery and supports mental clarity and alertness and god knows we need that over the holiday season so to make it easy athletic greens is going to give you a free one year supply of the immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com mayo again that is athleticgreens.com mayo to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance Okay, well, we're on to silver picks now, Rob. That means you are up on the silver picks. You've battled back in the silver section, now up to 8-8. and eight. Our, our silver record on the year is not great, because as a, as a collective unit, we're 18-31 on silver picks. We're 33-14 and 14 on gold picks, and two games above well, hey, 500. Gold's worth and, more. Gold, gold that's is our worth mineral. more. That, that's true. Yes. Yeah, we want the FE. We don't want the AG. Put it that way when we're going to the periodic table. But Rob, silver pick. You're the best of the bunch with us. Actually, no, you're not. You're six and ten. Cam is the best of us at eight and eight. (laughs) Okay, six and ten. I'll take it. I I I was on. I believe I started zero and eight on silver picks. Yeah, I know. You're you're rallying hard. I'm basically like the Miami Dolphins, where I had that horrible start, and I'm coming in hot. And that's who I'm going to use for my silver pick this week. I'm going to use the Miami Dolphins. Um, I don't like Miami. I don't think that they're a great team. I think that this run is very fraudulent. I think a lot of people understand that because they've beaten Ian Book and the Jets and the Giants and the Panthers and the Jets again and Houston. Like the only impressive win they had was against Baltimore. And Baltimore is arguably the biggest fraud of the, the good teams. Their offensive line isn't great. It hasn't manifested itself into a major issue because of all these terrible teams. Here's what I'll say about Tennessee. Early on in the year, they were a top 10 pressure rate team. They have been for a large majority of the season. That's been completely falling off a cliff in recent weeks. They're not generating pressure at the rate that they used to. So I don't think it's that terrible a matchup for Miami, but it's not the Dolphins that are laying three and a half here. They don't have to win by a margin. They just have to keep the game close. It's the Titans that have to win by four points to cover. And this is a team that hasn't scored more than 20 points in five weeks. And yes, they get A.J. Brown back. He killed the 49ers secondary in the second half last week. The 49ers secondary stinks. The Dolphins secondary is very good. They have Xavier Howard, Byron Jones at quarterback. These are big upgrades. And Miami is now the team that is number one in the league in pressure rate. They just passed the Bills after last week. And the Titans offensive line has been horrible this year. Third worst in pro football focus grades for offensive lines. So I think Miami can get after the quarterback here. I just do not see enough separating these teams to warrant a line of three and a half. Uh, I I get that Miami, like they stunk on Monday night football, still end up with a blowout win because it was the Saints and Ian Book. But to me, this line is three, two and a half, arguably. So I'll take the points with the dog. I I mean, I'll continue backing Miami and Brian Flores, who I think has done a really great job in the second half of the year. 
And you have the added bonus that Miami is the most reverse Andercurse team there's going, Cam. Like every week, it's just like, oh, Miami can't make the playoffs. Miami can't make the playoffs. Now here they are. I was mad at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, thanks. Hey, Andercurse. Like I, I told you, I really like you as a human being, but stop getting involved. Like I know it's a big joke for everybody, but like I'm trying to middle the Saints-Dolphins game. We got the Dolphins and you put a curse on Ian Book. It's just like everything is, oh, I expect Ian Book to have a fantastic game tonight. <laughs> yeah, it's a disaster. Pick six, and we're sitting there with, with our nuts in our hand. Like, it's just unbelievable. Like, I don't know what, what, what like, uh, uh, people get pleasure and entertainment. Like, this is real money we're betting. We're not betting Monopoly money. I'd like, uh, like, enough of this. And when I'm leading a golf tournament, too, like, just to stop tweeting. Just, just lay off, man. It's hard to win a golf tournament. I hate that stuff. Everyone thinks it's funny. It sucks for me because I'm sitting there. I go up to my girlfriend. I go, oh, here we go. Now I got to sweat this one out with a guy with a six-shot lead, and he's putting three in the water. It really sucks. I'm with you. And by the way, Jeff Feinberg, I'm a friend of yours. I see you like on some cruise ship with your blue blockers uh, doing Miami Vice styles. Like, what the hell is going on here? Man of the people. I saw the video. Pizzola, you see this guy? He's living like he's right lifestyles of the rich and famous. I, 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 don't, know, I don't know what Feinberg does. I guess the candle money's are doing a hell of a lot better than we thought because this guy's uh, on fire right now. He's basically making it rain, and he's on the ocean in a damn yacht. He's um, Feinberg is very deceptive. I mean, he he took me out to his private golf course last year as well for, for a round. Oh, my uh, God. It's a very nice course. The people all know him there. He's, he fits right in. Like, he's Feinberg real, uh... likes to act like everything's tough for him. You know, it's all difficult. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Life's, the people. Life's, life's tough. Oh, yeah. My ass. Life's tough on that that beautiful <laughs> golf course. It's like maintained by the best groundskeeping crew in Ontario. Like, it, things are going okay for Feinberg. Let's yeah, you know, you think? Yeah. That's where they're having, like, that. I, I believe they voted to host the Canadian Open, like, next year. Yes. What's his golf course? It's what course is that? Oakdale. Oh, really? This guy's a member there? Yes. Oh, my God. Help me. <laughs> anyway, heart palpitations. Cam, do, we do, have you, us? Do, you, do you have a silver pick? <laughs> I don't really, Pat. I was going to ask you guys for help because I don't know where to go. Like, I, I'm, I'm actually looking at the board going, hate it, hate it. Okay, hate it, hate I, it. I, I, I will give you mine then. Can, can, can uh, we endorse the Saints? No. Can we endorse the Saints? I, I, I will give you I, my I, I, silver sorry, pick. I mean the Panthers? No, absolutely okay, not. You go, you, you go first, Pat. You go first. You go first. New England, go first. minus 15 at home oh. against Jacksonville. Jacksonville is terrible. Really? They couldn't they beat are the, terrible. They couldn't beat the a lot of points. It, it's not that, that a lot of points. It's not that many points when you think about Trevor Lawrence, who basically stinks then they don't have their best player in james robbins not that he makes that much of a difference but he is probably their best player and now you have bill That's belichick true. versus a rookie quarterback who sucks already let's go minus 15 the jags are not strangers to not covering big spreads i will say people are, are genuinely scared of betting new england at big prices and they've just smoked every bad team they face this year like you think about the thursday nighter against atlanta uh, the game against Carolina, they went on the road. They won by like 20 points there. They killed the Jets at home. What was that, like 54-13, I think that was. They killed the Jets on the road. Uh, I agree. I think the, the Jags, like, there, there's no argument where you could get me to take the Jags in this game, especially considering the Belichick versus the rookie quarterbacks. I don't know how they score. Like, their offense is 29th in EPA per play this year. They played the 10th easiest schedule of opposing defenses. So even if the Patriots don't have, like, their A-plus offensive game, and they get into the mid twenties here. I think they probably still cover. So uh, mm. I, I'm I'm not. It's again not a game that I will personally be betting this week. But I do agree with Pat uh, in terms of the side that I like is New England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't make a case for Jacksonville. They, no. They're just, they're 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 so bad. 
So they're, what, so by the, they're, they're just so they, shit. They, like, spiked it's the, they spiked the ball. Oh, no, what, they, what, what are they what doing? Is, you could have They moved up and down the field against the Jets, too. Like, what are these guys anyway? Like, they don't even deserve our time. That team is just absolutely, they're dog shit. They suck. So what game did you want? Uh, I like a lot for? of dogs, Pat. I like a lot of dogs here. Uh, what, what do you guys think about Carolina? Uh, Carolina? No. You don't like it? No. Oh, really? I don't. I, I like, don't. I, I, I don't Saints? like this. No. The are horrible. The Panthers are horrible. Yeah, they are. But they also beat. They own the Saints. That's another thing. Okay. Do, Detroit, we, do we know who the quarterback is going to be for the Saints? Yeah. It doesn't matter. It if matters. it's Ian Book, I'm betting. I'm, I'm. I should make in Carolina my gold pick. How's if that it's sound? Ian Book, Carolina should be favored. Well, who is it? I like, heard Hill's it, coming. It's back, Hill, right? It's Taysom Hill. It's it's probably going to be Hill, okay, right? Then I got yeah. It. But is Hill actually activated off the COVID list? I haven't seen that as of yet. Like he, I think he, it's expected he's going. What to about be. the Ravens? I the like Ravens the, as a home dog. I like. You know what? Screw this. I'm going with the Baltimore Ravens <laughs> plus three and a half. I'm taking Cincinnati and Baltimore as my home dogs this week. Uh, so I know Billy the Doorman. Here comes the call. Drink, drink, drink. Got to take more dogs. Anyway, like it's never enough, Pizzola. Never. And then he told me what he didn't know who Denver or or. Uh, the Raiders, which was the home team, because we went five and one last week, and if we went six and zero, oh, we would have won the pool monies. Unbelievable! Of course, you know who the whole, come on. I don't need to hear excuses like that. Look at the schedule. Give me Baltimore, desperate team. Hey, Rob, you got to agree with one thing. Matt Stafford is fusing into Matt Ryan. Back, 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 pick. Oh, wow, here comes the pressure. Ah, here I come. Oh, another interception. I know Baltimore sucks, and the thing is, they're ravaged in their secondary. We get it, but I'm getting three and a half points. Desperate team. Hey Harbaugh, don't go for two or do anything. Just even lose by one. I really, I really don't give a rat's ass. Give me the Baltimore Ravens with Lamar Jackson. I, I don't care who's quarterbacking either. Three and a half. The Rams team, the defense is good. They're overrated on their offense. Anyway, I might regret this pick, but I don't like anything this week. So give me the Ram, uh, Ravens. Ravens. Dude, can we get a bird noise? Can you, do, can, you can you do that Raven again? One. Yeah, Raven. He's a he's a mean bird. I'll tell you. I used to live up in Yellowknife. Ravens are like the most mysterious and birds. Like they 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 see you. Like they see you. Like when you're walking home alone, drunk. Like the ravens. Like I just wish I had a flock of friends because I want to peck this guy's eyes out right now. Like they're interesting interesting birds. Very mysterious. You don't mess with ravens. Like the Baltimore Ravens, you can mess with, but real life bird ravens. Like no 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 no. You stay away from them and you give them the respect they deserve in the animal community. I like the Baltimore Ravens plus three and a half. You, you guys? Yeah, I, I like the Ravens in this spot as well. It just seems thank like, you. Like, like exactly that. It's I, I just see Pizzola. He's, this guy, like, look, 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 he's you, like my I'm foil, Matt. He's just rolling. He's like this guy. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I don't have a strong opinion on the game. This, the horrible this, game. This has Rams Vikings vibes for me. Well, like, then this, I got a problem, don't I? Here's the thing with the Rams. Like they're actually not even playing that well, and they're covering games. That's the problem. And I feel like when they do actually play well they're going to start blowing some teams out of the water. Now it's a question of whether they're going to get back on track or not. But like, frankly, I think there's a good matchup for the Rams. Like Baltimore is going to get Jimmy Smith back and Chris Westry off the COVID list. They lost another corner last week. Anthony Averett broke a rib. So the secondary is just so thin. I don't know how they cover Cooper cup and Odell Beckham. Baltimore maybe gets Lamar Jackson back. I watched the practice yesterday where the guy is like, he's actually hobbling. Like, if you turn Lamar Jackson into a pocket passer, what are you going to get out of him? I don't think uh, it's going to be A losing bet. That's what I'll get. I, I think you are. And then, like, Tyler Huntley, like, I'm not I'm not knocking the guy. I, I, I think he's fine. He's okay. But, like, 
I think we need to pump the brakes on this guy being amazing. Like he played a game against the bears where he was frankly, not very good. He played a half against the Browns where he played well, the second half when they were trailing 24 to three mounted a comeback. He did the same against green Bay, but in a lot of these neutral game States, he hasn't really done a whole lot. You know, he, he had 215 passing yards on 40 att- pass attempts against green Bay. Everyone's blowing the guy. Like he's, you know, second coming of Joe Montana or something. I, I just, I, I don't know. I don't have a strong, I think the number's right in the game. Like I, I feel like at Baltimore will be appealing for a lot of the reasons like people look Baltimore home dog. I, you know, this, I, I, the Rams are just so much better. I, I oh, schedule, like there's a lot of things I like, but it all sucks. So if Carolina yeah. ends up covering, I'm going to blame you two guys. Cause uh, no, no, I, I, I was I, like, no, no, but anyway, I'm not talking to you off Carolina. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't like the game. I don't like oh, it's horrible games. games. I wish Ian book was starting. Cause I'd make up my damn gold pick, but anyway, yes. we'll, we'll move book. forward. That guy. Oh my God. If, if yeah, it, his line, you know what? His line didn't do him any favors either. Those guys sucked and they dropped balls. I blame the whole team contingent there. They all stink. If Taysom right? is back for the saints, it's a real problem for the Panthers who can't stop the run whatsoever. I agree. And then, you know, I Hill's going to run. Kamara's going to run. Ingram's going to run. That's all they're going to have to do to beat Darnold starting. And then what are you going to bring in cam? Like, Great. Fantastic news. If we're being <laughs> honest, bad though, if we're being yeah. honest, this is how the bad the state of the Carolina Panthers offense is yeah. right now. Darnold is an upgrade. I agree. It's like, as crazy stinks, as that sounds. But he, he, it's, it's, it's an improvement over what they've been starting. So over that, Walker and point, Newton. Yeah, it's a, yeah. Those guys are just like, it's, it's so yeah. bad. Yeah. The Carolina well, defense isn't bad, though. It's, it's a good pass defense, but the Saints don't pass. Yeah. That's, you bring up good points. So... Yeah. Cam, do you have a bronze level pick this week? You struggled for a silver. Do you have a? I assume I'm it's fr- not, Pat, is, I gotta is tell it, you, I'm struggling all around. I didn't have drinks last night. I woke up early. Like Pizzola, early bird gets the worm. I should have got wasted because I hate this board. Like I have no idea what is what is happening. It all looks the same to me. It's a hard week. I gotta tell you guys, I've, I usually feel it, but I'm not really feeling it today. I'm pretty beat down as a human being. Okay, so um, Rob, hold on. Okay, let's hold on. No, 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 hold on. I was gonna say, Rob, yep, do you yep. have a concrete bronze pick? I do. Okay, let's okay, hear that. Thank you. Sorry. Th- thank you for being prepared, Rob. Continue. Concrete bronze pick is the Buffalo Bills ah, against Atlanta. I, I think know they we're murder on, them too. I know we're on the other side of fourteen now. Buffalo's no, no, we're, just, we're at fourteen. We're at fourteen on the dot. Fourteen. Thank you, DraftKings, for offering the fourteen. I feel like Cam here. I didn't want to beg for the half point or anything like that, so I don't have to. <laughs> I don't have to. It's actually the oh, real funny, real number. Listen, <laughs> the biggest concern for Buffalo is the is the letdown, right? beating new England, but to me, the bills are very well coached. And if you actually look at big wins under Sean McDermott, since he's been there, they actually don't really let down after these wins, they play very well going forwards. And the Atlanta defense is going to have major issues. Like they can put AJ Terrell on Stefan Diggs, but Buffalo is going to get their wideouts back this week. Atlanta can't generate a pass rush. Uh, like I think Buffalo is going to score points. And on the other side of things, you have a Falcons offensive line. That's terrible. Bottom five in the league. They have no real offensive weapons at wide receiver. I mean, I guess Kyle Pitts is is a, a wide receiver. Yeah, Ryan's a geriatric end, too. Yeah. Guy's doing Tide commercials, but the party's over. It is right? over, and it's the number two pressure team in the entire league in the Buffalo Bills against a statue quarterback. Atlanta has actually been trounced by every single good team they face this season. Like every team that they've faced that's a step up in class. They lose the game by double digits. In some games, they lose it by like 40 points like they did against the Cowboys. It's just a huge mismatch. Uh, I, I like Buffalo. Um, not really my style to lay these big prices, but I think that this is going to be a blowout. 
I am completely on board with you. I was considering making the Bills my bronze pick at minus four. Nothing I like taking two AFC East teams, minus 15 and minus 14, and putting them on the card. But <laughs> Yeah, man, we're, we're, we're going to call you Charlie Chalk. Like, that's a, that's a lot of, that's a lot yeah, of but, spread but, right there. But here's the thing, though. People are so they scared cover. off by these yep. big favorites. Like the worst thing that people do, it's like, well, I'll just, I'll parlay together the, the Patriots money line with the bills money line. It's like, Oh, great. So now, you're, now you're going to pay minus 800 for a parlay. Fantastic. Yep. Like, it does feel like they should blow. These are two teams that blow out bad teams. They're playing bad teams at home. It almost makes too much sense. But now that you've selected them as your bronze pick, maybe I'll try to change this up a little bit. Cam, I want to throw some games out to you guys. How about that? Thank you. Yep. I'm ready, Pat. One of your favorite teams to bet on versus your favorite team, Detroit plus seven. This is the game. (laughs) I want to like, honestly make Detroit a gold pick, but here's the issue that I have with this game. And why is it seven? Pizzola, these are the things that I think. Because Seattle sucks. Seattle's bad. No, 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 no. Why is it seven? Like, why is Seattle not minus four? That's my, my, they shouldn't be minus seven. It was was nine and a half on look ahead. Baked in Russell Wilson. It's been adjusted. It's Russell Wilson's final game, maybe in Seattle. It might be Pete Carroll's final game in Seattle. I know they're not thinking about the spread or winning, but they this is if they're going to play well, it's going to be this week. And I got to tell you, Pat, I'm on top of these things. Like my murder mysteries, Detroit did one of the craziest things last week. Dan Campbell kicked a field goal with like two minutes left. This is a guy that's going from, from his own 30 in these games. It was so against them. All of a sudden, I'm starting to think, what is Detroit up to? Are you now like finally packing it in and saying, you know, it's been a good run? It was very weird. You saw Pizzola. They could have won that game against the Falcons. Weird stuff happened at the end of that game. I'm not saying Pat Seattle wins by seven. Something smells in this game, and it's that line. I want to take Detroit so bad. Like, it's so bad I could taste it, but there's a problem there. They hang a seven. It's it's weird. Don't you, Pizzola, do you agree with me on that one? I know you think I'm crazy, but I'm not. This is the first time in a long time that I've liked the Detroit Lions, which is a guarantee that they're going to lose like 42 to 10. Exactly. Um, no, it's, 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 it's a lot of the argument I made for the Bears-Giants, I think, applies here. I think the Seahawks, in a lot of people's minds, Russell Wilson especially, you know, good quarterback. The, 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 this price doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. It really doesn't. Like Seattle, to me, is not a team that can win by margin anymore. And if we actually look at the Lions' schedule since they came out of their bye week, they've played a ton of close games. They've won a couple of games. The only game that they got blown out in really the last couple of months was when they went to Denver, and they had half their team out with on the COVID list in that game. So it is a team that has remained competitive. Uh, I mean, my biggest concern with Detroit, and I would this is, goes with a lot of Seattle games, but you obviously have to monitor the weather because Seattle was just a snowstorm last week. It's looking like it can rain heavily for this game. I do not like Jared Goff in inclement weather. I never have. His numbers have been terrible for the majority of his career. Turns the ball over a lot, especially through fumbles in inclement Played weather. well in that playoff game against Green Bay when it was cold. He did. That, that, there are exceptions to the rule, but I'm talking about mm-hmm. career-wise. If we look at Jared Goff's career numbers, just normal conditions versus okay. inclement weather, they're much worse. So that's my only concern with Detroit but I would never, ever, ever lay this number with Seattle. I definitely think it's Lions or pass. Okay. How about the, Cam, how about this one? Jets plus 12 and a half against the Buccaneers. I actually kind of like it. I haven't pulled the trigger on it. Uh, I, it made the short list, like a top six play. What do you, you like the Jets? I do. Like like, the Jets? I like the Jets to cover this number. I, I don't love it. It's not going to be my bronze pick, but 
the Bucks have not been as good on the road so far this year. I think they're two and four, two and five, two and four against the spread so far, and some of them are pretty close calls. The the only outright one that they really just hammered down to cover the spread was actually last week against Carolina, and Carolina yeah. may be worse than the Jets at this point. I don't know, but it feels like a game where they can jump out twenty nothing and just not do anything, and then just cover easily, or not cover like give up the cover, but still win the game easily. It feels like one of those games. I agree. I think they move the ball. I just worry about the mistakes that the Jets make. Their defense is awful. It's in New York. Does Brady want to do some primetime stuff in a big city? I don't know. Like, these are weird ways of looking at the game. But I lean Jets, too. I think Tampa Bay probably escapes with a 7-10 to 10 point win. I think the number's a little bit too high there. I'm not sure if it's going to make the card, Pat. I was going to ask you guys, Pozzola, here's the thing. I don't like going against your team, but Arizona's going to be desperate one of these times. What about the five and a half with Arizona? Is, is that something that you can sink your teeth into or no? This is it my, is this is my bronze pick. Dallas minus okay. five and a half. Oh yeah. God. The war the, you want to see like the spot where people <laughs> don't want to walk into the trap. I galaxy brained my, and I, Pizzoli, you did it too. We talked about that era. You talked about the Arizona Colts game on the Saturday night. And we sat here, we talked about it and we said, Obviously, the Colts are the right side of this game. Let's just play the Cardinals. They're going to come through. The Cardinals are, like, legit bad right now. And Dallas might be peaking maybe a bit too early, but they're peaking at the moment. And I just worry about everything that's going on offensively for the Cardinals without DeAndre Hopkins. They're legit bad. They can't run the ball at all anymore, and that's how you beat Dallas. And ever since... Dallas got their starters back on defense. Their pass rush is amazing. And let's face it, uh, Arizona's not going to be blocking anyone. Their pass rush has gone to shit ever since J.J. Watt went down. Brashad Breeland's not going to change anything in the secondary. I think that the Cowboys steamrolled them. So this this Arizona team gives me the vibes of Pittsburgh last year where people continued to bet them in the latter half of the year because the lines were inflated. Like, I remember this the game against Buffalo last year. There was um, the look-ahead line was, like, Pittsburgh favored by three, and then they, they reopened the game Buffalo minus three, and everyone, as, as Pat would say, I actually like the term, galaxy brain their way into betting Pittsburgh in that game. Like, oh, like, look what, the, you know, Arizona right now, if we had scrapped the first half of the year, and I understand we don't just do that in the NFL or whatever, but if we had just looked at like the last eight games where they're three and five, if you had not watched the first couple of months of the season, there is no way you would think that this team is anywhere close to even an average team in the NFL. They cannot stop the run since JJ Watt got hurt. Like they cannot. They are going to get trounced by this Cowboys offensive line. I do think Dallas is going to move the ball pretty much any way that they want in this game. And I understand it's appealing to get these points with a quarterback like Kyle Murray, but this is a team to me that's a complete mess with an absolute shit show of a head coach in Cliff Kingsbury, whose entire career has been the exact same thing. Get out to hot starts, team falls off a cliff to end the season. And uh, he I actually agree. did that in college a lot at Texas Tech. It's every true. year, every yeah. single year. Like it, it, it's, it's just the MO of Cliff Kingsbury. Teams either figure him out. I don't know what it is. I don't understand what the, 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 like why that happens, but if the Arizona Cardinals last two games, they got absolutely smoked by the Detroit lions and they could not beat a team who was missing their entire offensive line, like the entire, and the backups were getting injured in the game too. Like I, 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 the Cardinals to me are an absolute stay away. I can, 
I get the reasons why someone would play them because historically, again, teams like this would have value. You know, they've stunk for two straight weeks in, uh, and, and people are taking notice, but uh, I, I don't. Sounds like you two had a meeting. And you told me to hit the bricks. Like, hey, we're gonna well, pay. no, I, I got one more. Th- I got one more suggestion. And then I'm going to take probably <laughs> something that Pat suggested earlier. What about the Raiders against the Colts? How are we doing? What is it now? Six and a half? Yeah, like what? Why? I think the Colts are going to blow these guys out. The Raiders have been pretty great, like gritty. Well, right? well I really what, wish Sam Ellinger was starting. What, yeah. what, what is the status of the Raiders defense? Offensive right line. Now? Well, no, I saw a bunch of guys went on the COVID list, but now I don't understand what the COVID rules are. So if you're asymptomatic, you can get you can get off five in days? five days. Yeah. So if you have symptoms, you stay on. It doesn't so, matter if you're vaccinated or not. Asymptomatic. Five days. Yeah, but Carson Wentz isn't vaccinated. Why isn't he doesn't, getting 10? It doesn't matter. It, now they've changed the rules to line up with the CDC guidelines. Doesn't okay. matter that Wentz isn't vaccinated. I, I think Wentz is more likely to play than not. Oh, play. I didn't know you were uh, posing as Dr. Fauci. Uh, you know in, what? In your other I, life. I, I, I bet serious money on this sport. I need to be in tune. I don't claim to be a doctor. There's going to be oh, no medical like disclaimers one. on the screen. That's the, that's the rules right now. Yeah. Cam, how many points are the Colts going to score in this game? Uh, probably about uh, 23. And they probably cover. That's the my, my answer to you. I don't the know. Las you, Vegas... you guys are messing with me this week. No, I just, no, I just, there's nothing I like. It's, you know what, Pat, give me the damn Jets is my bronze pick. I'm <laughs> sick and tired of this, this game. <laughs> Honestly, like who else could I take? Everything you don't, I'm not laying six and a half with the Chargers. You told me the Panthers. Cam, suck. Cam, no, hold on, no, Cam, no, 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 Cam, no, you are no, beating, no. you are beating all of us this year. Go with what you want to go with. Exactly. I know, that's, like, that's what I was going to say. You, yeah. you pick what you want to pick. I will say, of all the picks you could have come up with, the Jets are definitely the one I like the absolute least. Like I would, I'd rather eat a, I'd rather eat a shoe than bet the Jets. Like they are terrible. They, they had a hundred yards passing against Jacksonville last week, and Zach Wilson talked about it all year. Cannot deal with a blitz, and he's going to be blitzed by Todd Bowles, who blitzes more than anyone else in the entire league. They can't run the ball on Tampa Bay because no one can run the ball on Tampa Bay. Like, I don't know how the Jets are going to... Unless you think the Bucks are going to win 10 nothing, then... And now that I've said this, we know the Jets are winning out. Right? Yeah, Jets are the play. I, I don't know. I, I got to be honest with you. I have I had confidence in other stuff. Now I'm just, I, I am completely rattled today. I have a lot on my mind. Um do you guys like Cleveland on Monday night? I like I like I actually galaxy brain my way into Pittsburgh in that game. Holy jeez. Okay. <laughs> hey, uh, I mean it, it could be Ben's last uh, home game, right? I mean that's uh, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about any of these games. You no, know I give me the you No, know what? Screw it. I'm taking the Carolina Panthers as my bronze pick <laughs> and I'm not going to get talked out of it. The New Orleans Saints suck. This team in two, you know what? They're actually will has been broken. That game actually broke their will against Miami. I don't even think they show up this week. And you know what? Matt Rule will have his team ready to play regardless. And you know what? Beat me, Taysom Hill. Beat me by a damn touchdown. That's what I often say. You know what? New Orleans, if they win this game, they win by a field goal. Carolina sucks, but I'll tell you one thing. Rob's right. Sam Darnold's actually going to want to play well because he's been so hot shit the whole year. He's been horrible. And the thing is, Carolina shows up in this game. Divisional game, a team they own. Give me the six and a half with the... Panthers cat theme again. Yeah, I'm not adopting dogs. Bengals and Panthers give me more kitty cats. The one thing, and I'm not going to change my opinion anymore. You know what? I will say this. I'll actually give you something that supports your play on the Panthers here because if we look at historically in the NFL, the last couple weeks of every season, teams that need to win games to get into the playoffs, they never win. 
they have a horrible ATS. Exactly. Because right? everyone's like, oh, they got to win the game. That's a win. stupid way. Lines are inflated because yes. everybody's like, oh, this team needs to win. The Saints are done. Can we just call it out for what it is? They're done. What are they going to do? Even if they win their final two games, like are, are they going to get in? They're not getting in. If They're they, seven and eight. Weirdly, they are a lot like San Francisco. And I think San Francisco is better than they are. But the Saints defense. Way better. The Saints defense is so good that I feel like they can cause like the Rams a real problem if that's who they end up playing. They, the, they have the to Saints get in def- first. This, yeah, maybe. Uh, I, I don't know about that. I just don't. I think their offense is so limited that that if they di- did get in, they would. Kind of agree with you, Pat. If they had a rate like a semi-decent quarterback, they could beat anybody. Of but it's just Taysom Hill's like he he he's a he's a gadget quarterback. Ian Book is not ready for the National Football League. It's quite simple. If they even even Simeon or like God, if Jameis Winston stayed healthy, I'd actually yeah. put futures on these this team. Yeah, I agree. They played well with Winston and they have a good head coach. Like Sean Payton has consistently done it in this league. He's not going to press conferences after the game like Matt Rule and comparing himself to Jay-Z or anything <laughs> like that. That which was like Oh, this is the and this is the guy I'm betting on this week, Pozzola. That's really good, 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 good fodder. Like, are you kidding me? Anyway, it took, I, it took it's too it many took Jay-Z points, seven though. years. Took Jay Z seven years, so maybe yeah. the Panthers seven years from now. Or I mean, rules had a couple years, so maybe five uh, years from now. It's gonna be tw- it's gonna be another twelve years. If you keep Sam Darnold, Cam Newton, and PJ Walker, it's gonna be another decade. Who do you think the Saints quarterback is going to be next year? Because this Russell be, Wilson, I, I, if it's Russell Wilson, that's even better. But I, I felt like if the Browns don't keep Baker and Baker is healthy, it's a perfect he spot for too. him. I, I would rather have like thing about Baker Mayfield is Russell Wilson is just so much. No, I, I would rather have Russell Wilson, obviously. But yeah. if, if, if Wilson's off the table and Baker, they don't pick him up to come back. Sean Payton feels like he could do like minor league version of Drew Brees with Baker Mayfield. A good call. Just don't put the game in in Mayfield's hands. And the thing is, his girlfriend's like crying now. Like, like oh, people are giving my my uh, man death threats and stuff. Like, you might want to get out of Cleveland and start new anyway. And then Rob, your boy Stefanski is a piece of shit, by the way. Uh, you, you're running, you're running Nick Chubb, and, and you would have won the game if Baker Mayfield didn't throw the damn ball. Cleveland would have beat Green Bay outright. That's a I fact. Need, Jack. I need to. I need to come back to this again, okay? <laughs> Stefanski runs the ball when the other team doesn't stack the box. He passes when the other team stack. At some point, you need your quarterback to do something. Yes. The Packers started the game last week stacking the box. Cleveland came out throwing. Because when they have run into these stacked fronts this year, they have not had success. He's in a situation where he has a lemon of a quarterback. Other teams know that he, there's a lemon of a quarterback there. They know that they have to take away the running game. Later in the game, once the Packers get ahead, Cleveland was able to run the ball because the Packers went into their classic he, defense. He's they you that it. you're bringing up, or like Staley's been a stooge the last little while too. It's like, what are these guys doing? They're not geniuses. They're just well, like, they make not, bad decisions. Well, for, of co- well, yes and no. You can agree, disagree on what bad decisions, like – we we talked we've had the analytics conversation. Yeah, By the yeah, way, yeah, I don't want to get into it. Last week in the NFL, the most fourth down conversions in the entire history of the NFL in a single week. Analytics are working. Did I? Are I didn't. I didn't hear so much about fourth down last week from the the Why? major crews. That you know you don't follow me on Twitter then obviously. No, no, I, I heard it from you, but it was that horse the entire. Oh look, yeah. like when I tuned into Sunday I love, night. I love when, this when I tuned oh, into yeah. Sunday night football, I didn't hear too much about it. Uh, Tony, du- Tony Dungy's <laughs> Christmas was ruined with all the fourth down conversions. Tony Dungy, uh, Terry Bradshaw, all yeah. these guys are like, oh, what are we oh, going to so, talk about? So you're comparing me to a dinosaur. I'm, I'm fine with that. The difference is, Cam, I, I what, what is one of your favorite bands? Good. What? 
your face. Oh, so, <laughs> you're the best, Bazola. I actually love it because we're so like, oh, I love you, man. No, no, I really dinosaur do. Dinosaur yeah, what's wrong with them? They're the, all those bands I, from the '90s. They're better. Like, the, no, 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 we're I'm not, not having this a, conversation I'm not again. Get into Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, um, you know, Mud Honey, all those, whatever. I don't want to talk about uh, '90s indie rock right now. Yes. But I'm going to tell you this: some people deserve more money, and that's the end of the conversation. I like going for it on fourth down, but you got to know the situation of the game. That's well, all. Got to feel it out. Feel the, it. The the biggest one that I saw feel was in the, is was in the Bills Patriots game when they went for the fourth yeah. that fourth and goal and got it early in the game and i think they i went, liked it and then i i turned to cuss because i was watching the game with cuss i was like now no one's going to talk about this however if they try to go for it again fourth and goal and don't get it people are like oh my god they shouldn't have gone for it they should have kicked a field yeah. goal without realizing if they had just settled for the field goal each time it would have been six points instead of just having seven points oh you guys are right you guys are right i think i think we have to be aggressive i just think that sometimes there's a time and a place and i look at game flow and there's other things that are involved in the decision making process you just can't go for it every time and Pozzola explained that before it's not just a numbers thing hey 62 percent of the time sure you should be more aggressive but sometimes you have to understand the situation a little bit more than just rolling the dice and i love to gamble yeah like there was you... a lot of coaches a lot of coaches taking the points last week seven points well that's also the kingsbury a thing that's a kingsbury thing too that doesn't get factored into the spread that he won't go for it he'll kick a field goal from the half yard line it's like what are you doing pal cliff, cliff kingsbury kicking the field goal on third and goal oh my God. with like 30 seconds left last week was insane. I, that's I, insane i, I, I thought i believe like that. if there is ever proof that we live in a simulation that was the proof right there like i cannot actually believe that that they were down 10 with four minute over four minutes left they, you, you either got to drive the field and kick the field goal before the two-minute warning hits. That way you yep. get the two-minute warning as a timeout because they don't have any more timeouts. But once you get to third and goal, why are <laughs> you kicking? Like, I don't understand. And the commentators in these games are like, oh, you know, they kick on third and goal in case they fumble the snap, they still have another down. Okay, if you fumble the snap on third and goal with no timeouts, good luck trying to get another kickoff in the next 20 seconds. First of exactly. all, second of all, when was the last time we see a fumble snap on like one of these field goal attempts? Like it doesn't happen. Right. You're absolutely right. Pizzola. I'll You're agree with you hundred percent there. Yeah. And, that's and that's you why need you a have touchdown. a touchdown. You need a yeah. touchdown. No matter what. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And oh here's another God. thing. Just one quickly, Pat. I know we probably got to wrap it up. Hey, kickers. Don't do the old ballerina six, six yard job that doesn't get 10 yards. Try something new. How about you like just hit a low liner off a guy's melon or do something different or do like the half pooch squib. And then you have a guy like I'm watching these teams execute uh, onside kicks. I know a few of them have worked this year, but get creative. Like I, I puzzle. You watch that. You watch that college game. The guy like he, he literally tapped it like five yards. The other team just laughs. It's not even getting 10 yards. You stooge. You got to give your team a chance to win. Anyway, I agree with you guys on the Arizona play Cliff Kingsbury. That was one of the worst coaching jobs I've seen in a long time. It was pathetic. Final thing I want to wrap up after this for the second consecutive year, Pizzola, Vegas, the state of Nevada cleaned up and set records in November on sports betting. Is this coincidental that it's November, November, or is there something to do with the lines for football? Once we get to that point of the season that like, is there something to this that we should be trying to watch out for once we get to week, 11 week 12 that maybe these lines are off uh that underdogs have a better chance of just being severely undervalued that potentially they could win outright because that's two consecutive years and it grew this year the state of nevada won more on sports betting in november than any other month wasn't even close that's actually really interesting my my theory would be that their hand sorry their uh hold 
which is the the percentage that they they take in off of each of each bet that's lost basically was probably lower for October, meaning that betters had a better October than usual. And when that happens, people get happy. They risk more money in the following month. That's just the cycle of betters. So if I had to guess, I'd say it's probably just completely coincidental. And actually we do know this. We knew, we do know that the public had some really big betting weeks, winning weeks in October, all those favorites were winning. Like all those money line parlays were winning, couldn't get an underdog to win earlier on in the year. So I think that probably had something to do with it. I don't know. I, I want to I, just remind me. It's just like week 18, just bet all the underdogs. I guess it would be week 17 or week 18 now, week 17 last year. Like you, you might just want to sprinkle some real long shot underdog money line parlays because yep. you, you even set it up. Like the teams that have to win to get in the playoffs, just bet against those teams. Agreed. I mean, it's, it's something that like, it's just a false narrative. It's, it's as if like the other team doesn't care about playing, <laughs> but like, imagine that like it, it's professional players are playing for contracts. They are. Yeah, that, I agree. Pozzola. Like, take a look at all these other things that are happening in these leagues. The Raptors are hiring three guys off the street. They're covering, they cover the spread by one. The Minnesota Timberwolves couldn't even field a team. What? You don't think these guys want to upgrade their apartment to a penthouse, drive their stupid little, you know, Nissan and get a Rolls Royce. They want 10-day 10, 10 contracts. Their woman's barking at them. Hey, we got to do this. We need more money, more money, more money. That's the thing. Like, I don't understand people's narratives. Like, they're human beings, too. Like, they also need more. They want more. And you're going to play. You saw the Cleveland Browns during COVID. Damn right we're playing. We want a paycheck. We need to get paid. Screw COVID. Like, that's the thing. Like, I think, Pat, a lot of the time, people don't understand. It's like, oh, they got 10 guys out or something like that. What, the guys that are filling in don't want to play? Pozzola, you know the angle in hockey. When you get called up from the American Hockey League for the first couple games, you're on fire. Then water usually finds its level, right? You're playing on adrenaline, and then it's like, I almost love betting on the backups and, and guys that are slugs more than the starters because they're hungrier. All right, that will do it on the Pat Mayo okay. Experience. We will be back next week for the Week 18 Best bets, and of course, throughout the playoffs, Cam Stewart, tell everyone where they can find you this week. First of all, I'd like to apologize for rambling today uh, quite a bit. <laughs> it was, no, it was what a apology. No, thank you. No, no, I'm bigger, I'm bigger, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you want rambling, go back to like three weeks ago. That, that <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that also drooling. Anyway, <laughs> I'm at the Sports Grid Network, uh, six to nine p.m. Uh, doing shows with Gabe Brancy. If you like gambling. Uh, our bag is full. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. We'll do it again because we'll bet. A, that guy bets more props. Like I, I've never seen a man bet that many props before, but he does. So if you like to bet and just like have fun and have action and everything, we're the guys for you. And on Sunday at one o'clock in game live, we get some in game numbers too, Pat. It's a lot of fun, you know, and I'll, it's kind of like these bowl games, find a team that's down like double digits, bet them. And then you can maybe middle the game. It's uh, you know, it's a lot of fun. Rob Pizzola, you got something going on Sunday night football this week? I do. I'm doing a Twitter spaces from the Betstamp Twitter account, uh, bringing on a few guests, uh, friends of mine, um, that we will just be chatting. No, not us. We're going to be chatting. (laughs) You know what? (laughs) I I extended the invite to a couple of people. They accepted. I got a list of people and you guys are on the list. So you know, down the road, we'll, we'll get to it, but it's Packers Vikings Sunday night football. You know, I'm just watching the games at home by myself. I'm always commenting to myself. I tweet a bunch of dumb shit. I might as well just be actually saying it. Uh, So we'll do a Twitter spaces, uh, which, I mean, if anyone wants to join, can ask some listener questions or whatever, but it's just a a chat about the Sunday night football game. So tune in for that. And then anyone uh, who hasn't downloaded Betstamp yet, download Betstamp because I am fairly positive it will help you become a winning better. 
be a lot of trolls on those chats. They're everywhere. I, I, I deal with the trolls every day, Cam. The keyboard <laughs> warriors. I mean, you get used to it after a while. You, you know, do. The, after a while, you shake your eyes. There's a great feature on Twitter, which is the mute feature. Oh, okay. Where, you know what? They can keep typing to me for the rest of their lives. I'm not going to see it. They're wasting their time. I get the follow. I think the mute feature is a great feature. I would agree. I am a uh, big proponent of the mute button on Twitter. And just in general, throughout life, the mute button <laughs> I is I haven't hit the button yet. Anyway, thanks for telling me about it. <laughs> that will do it on the Pat Mayo yes. Experience. Thank you all for watching. Smash the like on the way out. Join fantasygolfchampionships.com to get in the giant one and done. If you want a chance at one of two free entries from me, Rate, review, and subscribe to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast. We have a five-star review, something you enjoy about the show, Twitter handle or email in that description so I can contact you if you are a winner. Jeff and I will be giving out winners next week on the show because golf is back. Football, playoffs, best time of the year if you're Pat Mayo and you enjoy the sports that Pat Mayo enjoys. I'll see you next time. Pat Mayo Experience! Experience!